Welcome to Watch Over, a podcast devoted to all things Arrow and Elicity. Featuring myself, Jen, aka J Buffy Angel, and me, Kelly, aka Callista Wolf. Be aware we do discuss spoilers and swear now and then, but we will always have fun and you will too. Good evening, Jen. Thanks for rescheduling, man. You're the bestest. I am the bestest. You really are a flexible. flexible. And we are the bestest. I think so. Yeah, I was taking my dad out for Father's Day, guys, so I had to push it. I thought I would have time during work, but when do I ever have time during work? I must be smoking (laughs) crazy PMs. You tend to do that uh, from time to time. I think I can do things that are not in the realm of a possibility. Yeah, a lot. this is this is, and I'm used to that, so it's fine. <laughs> You're like, yeah, I knew that was gonna happen. <laughs> really, it really smacks of I can do all these recaps. Yeah, I can. And then I realized, nope, no, can't do it. <laughs> can't do that. Sorry. I'm podcasting from my porch. I'm kind of excited about it. How exciting! I know. I'm wondering if like you'll hear birds come to you from the wilds of Africa. That would be lovely. It wouldn't be nice. A little background noise. What are we talking about, girl? Oh. Topics. Topics, things such. Um, we need to pick one of our suggested topics to talk about Elicity, but that could be later on. Okay. In Lauren the and I have not watched another Arrow episode because this that's fine. Crazy. Okay. Sorry, guys. But we we can we can discuss that. We got several questions. So. Oh, we did. Okay. Yeah, so we can we'll we'll have stuff to pick from. Okay. But first, let's just talk, I guess, about what we've been watching. Oh, I saw a really, really, really scary like uh, murder mystery like documentary. Like, actually, it was a twenty twenty. <laughs> you and your fucking twenty twenty. I swear. To I, know. I was like, I can make this sound fancier, but really, it's just twenty twenty. You. Uh, I watched that, and then what else did I watch? I watched. I think that's it. <laughs> this week was so insane. It was Lauren's birthday on Tuesday. And literally, we did a birthday thing every night. Happy birthday, Lauren. She's 14. Oh, my gosh. I've like, got what even? I know, right? Like, what the fuck do I do with this? Like, <laughs> they're they're not great when they're 14. She I mean, has, not... like, opinions and, like... They're... they're not super great when they're 13, but... Well, I gotta they be get more. They get more bold when they're 14. It was like the funniest experience ever because she wanted to have a little birthday party, understandably. So she invited like three friends. It was really low key. And we did a Harry Potter escape room, which is really a lot of fun. That does we, sound like fun. It was a good time. So we get back and my husband, like we ordered pizza and the girls are heading out to the porch to eat pizza. And my husband starts like heading out with them. To, like eat with them and you're like oh honey no like, baby where are you going like, eat the pizza with the girls like, no 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 dear heart you invited. have a teenage girl now you are not allowed to be seen like, in you her can't vicinity hang with her anymore <laughs> like i can't i'm like no those days are over i was like it, they were just being nice and let us like 
do the escape room with them. But like they probably could have ditched us into one of the rooms. They were excited fine. when they got some. Alone yeah, home. they haven't been out a lot. <laughs> they're like, okay, we'll take Lauren's mom and dad. He was so crushed. I was like, she can't be your little buddy anymore. You have to let her be a young adult with her teen friends. It was really crushing for him. He's like, okay. I was like, you can eat with me. I'm fun. And he's like, I don't know about that. I don't know. Yeah. I was like, honestly, like having an only child, like you are confronted with being alone with your spouse very quickly. Cause like when she goes, you know what, for somebody that has more than one, I'm envious. Right. See, like that's, see, cause that's the thing. So like for us, like, when she was, like, eight, and she'd go over to, like, a friend's house, like, we were, like... That's we wonderful, work- man. Right. Can we, like, work out a custody arrangement? Like, we wouldn't see her for, the, like, the summer. And sometimes, you know, the, her friends would be over here. And But, like, when she's gone, we have no other children. It's just us. It's got to be so <laughs> nice and peaceful and quiet. It is really nice and peaceful. I, was, I, I was will tell that- you, my week was not nice and peaceful because what? this was the first <laughs> week of summer school. <gasps> Oh girl. And, okay, explain this this logical fallacy to me. Explain <laughs> explain to me the thinking here. Okay. I love Cali Summer School. Oh my god. <laughs> Don't even get me started. Okay, we're getting me started because listen. Yep, go okay. for it. Go the for reason it. the children have to do summer school, them and like 90% of the school district, okay? Like mm-hmm. everybody in their damn ass is taking summer school. Okay. The reason yep. we have to do summer school is because of distance learning. Why right? do they have to do the distance? Why? Because of distance learning. Well, the distance, because for some reason, everyone's children either couldn't learn distance learning, had mm-hmm. a hard time applying themselves to distance learning, didn't have the resources to understand the distance learning, okay. or were lazy ass little pieces of shit like mine, okay? <laughs> <laughs> and just didn't do the work. Like they actually, when they're at school, they have no choice. They do the work. Right. But when they're at home, they're in a prison. Unless I'm standing there over their shoulder. Yeah. It's like, it doesn't get done. And I couldn't do that for like six months. No. So, (laughs) so it was a constant fight. It was a constant struggle. And the reason they had to do summer schools, because they, they sucked at distance learning. Right. Okay. Okay. (laughs) So what do you think the answer for summer school would be? Do you think it would be A, put them in the physical school like they've been doing for the entire spring semester so that they can get caught up under the watchful gaze of their teacher in an environment where they do their best learning? Or B, (laughs) have them do distance learning, which is the whole reason they had to do summer school in the first place. Oh, my goodness they did not it's distance learning summer school yes and so it's just like it's welcome to my nightmare the water's warm but why because hasn't your state pretty much no 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 it has but you're missing the point where 90 percent of the school district has to do it Uh, do you think they can get all the teachers to agree to sign up to teach summer school no, no, not after this last year. These teachers are like sprinting from the school. You do not pay me enough. Correct. Uh, man. So. If I, we didn't respect teachers before, man, do you respect them now? It's, it's been, it's been difficult. Okay. Yeah. The first difficult thing is getting them actually up and out of bed in the morning. Because it's summer. Like, 
nobody wants to get up and do what they're supposed to do. And like my son will eventually get up. Like he's a little bit more like me and that he's kind of got the little time thing. He's like, okay, well, I got to get up and get at my, get at my work or whatever. Yeah. A little bit. Not, let's not go crazy here. Right. (laughs) But he's willing to face it. But he's, he at least, he at least makes an effort. Right. My daughter, meanwhile, will just look me in the eye and then ignore me. <laughs> I, I there was like most days I would go up, like I'd I'd wake him up like about eight o'clock, and then I come yeah. eight thirty, and then nine o'clock, and then nine thirty, and then ten o'clock. I'm like, get your fucking ass out of bed, <laughs> get downstairs, get on the computer. And so they have until Thursday at five because it's only Monday through Thursday. Okay. To get to get all the modules for the week, they have to do about seven percent a day. It adds up to thirty percent for a week because there's three okay. weeks. Okay. And so they had they had goalposts that they needed to hit. Sure. And so there's like there's plenty to do, and if you don't do it all in one day, you got to make it up the next day. And then so that, you, it's and... just like a cumulative avalanche of work coming down your way. Like if you wait till the last week. Correct. Yeah. And so the first day, I tried like an idiot. <laughs> like we did it in the fall because obviously that worked mm-hmm. and at the end of the day I asked my my lovely children have you finished your work and Evie's like nah. like I'm like okay I know you didn't but right. you Liam who actually Please, my son my only hope left <laughs> <laughs> who actually like he can actually do this stuff on his own without me having to bird dog him Yes, yeah. I, I, yeah, I'm all, I did all that I have to do for today. Okay. It's the star student award. So my husband comes home from work and I tell him this and he logs into their accounts uh-huh. to check, to see how far along they are. Yeah. Zero fucking percent. Both of them? Those bitches did nothing in the line to me. I mean, straight up bold-faced lie. I mean, that's just some balls, man. Oh. Your dad, their dad was in check. Well, and th- that's the thing. All day long, I'll know if you have it. We will right. be checking. We will know. Right. Okay, yeah. You lie to my fucking face. So. Wow. The day two went a little differently, but it was still <laughs> like at least Liam was like, "Okay, I can't, I can't pull one over on these guys. Right. They're gonna." <laughs> but Evie, like, still was like she wasn't getting it done, and she was just wow. like falling further and further behind. Kyle was working on her, with her on math in the evenings when he get home. Oh God bless that. But man. like everything else, she was just like, "Nope, nope, nope." Until finally, like Wednesday afternoon, I was like, "You know what? We're gonna have to do." Is the way Papa sits and does the math with you, I'm going to yeah. have to sit and do the other subjects with you. Because right. Liam only has to take two subjects. Evie has to take all four. Oh, wow. And so <laughs> that's what we did on Thursday. Is oh. I just, I had to sit and go through it with her. But that way, my whole day wasn't being completely shanghai Like, I swear to God, at one point on Tuesday, I went up to take a shower, and I was like, you better work while I'm up at my shower. Right. I come back down. She's playing a video game. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. I was up there for 20 minutes. What are you fucking kidding me? Like, wow. I couldn't do anything while while this is going on. So, at least this way, we can get through it and then have yeah. the rest and of the day. And then you know it's done. And, yeah. Yeah, you just got to <laughs> sit on her. Like, that's really all there is to it. And, and at least it's only three weeks. I couldn't have done that all fall. To anybody who's saying, oh, well, you should have been doing that all fall. Yeah, okay. Six months sitting there, like, doing... No. 
seventh grade biology, whatever. Oh my god. Listen, I for this for the sake of me and my daughter's relationship, we've decided that I should not do math and science with her. Well, see, that's what we did on Thursday. Kyle did right. math and science, and I did um, ELA. Yeah. And and social studies. Yeah, those are your subjects, girl. You got that. <laughs> and I, it went fine. Yeah, I'm just like, I just was like, I want her to speak to me when I'm an adult, and I just don't know when she's an adult. I just don't know if that's gonna happen if we do math homework. Together. Well, and the problem with me trying to do math is that like she's gonna know more than I. Am, oh my god. So. Oh my- <laughs> Shit, I have forgotten. Don't you feel dumb? Dude, even with ELA, ELA, I majored in fucking English. I I am a quote-unquote writer, okay? We're sitting there on Thursday going over the video, and they're, like, quizzing us on, like, clauses and phrases and complex and compound sentences. And I'm just like, this is all fucking news to me. And she's like, I know the answer to this. And I'm like, oh, my God. But see, that's the thing. When you're doing it in college, it's like you're past all like the like structural grammatical. Like, I never just, like, did writing. understand like the the nitty gritty of it. I just knew what sounded right in my head. But I didn't. There you go. Like ask me to d- identify a part participle or something, or whatever. Oh yeah, I, I can't do it. That. But well, like, if you tell me this is there's something wrong with the sentence and fix it, I can do that. I remember in ninth so. grade, our our ninth grade English teacher got so pissed at us because nobody like knew nouns and verbs and adjectives. Like we couldn't identify fucking shit in a sentence. Predicates. Like, like what's a fucking predicate? Right. She's like, what the hell is wrong with you kids? She literally put a whole stop to her entire curriculum, and she did like this super intensive like like. Basically, here's the structure of sentences and what things are called. And I came, I'm not kidding you. And I came home and I was really pissed at him. Like, I was like complaining to my mom, who, by the way, was an English and French teacher. Oh, God. And she's like, uh, I agree with you, teacher. This is some A-plus bullshit coming from you guys that you don't know what a noun is. And she's like, in fact, sit down. She's like, we're going over this right now. Oh, no. Okay, well, at least I know what a noun is. But for the love of God. Oh, like... I know. But it was, it was like, I knew what a noun was. But there were other children who struggled in some oh, yeah. departments. I no, that we had that experience adverb. in 10th grade. Our teacher in 10th grade English. She had co-written a grammar textbook. Oh, sweet Mary and Joseph. And I tell you what, she was a pain in my ass. Yeah. I poured my heart and soul into a research paper on Jane Eyre. I was so into Jane Eyre. Like, that was my book. I could totally And I just, like, wrote pages and pages on this. And I just was, like, I was very vehement and passionate like passion on this topic. Yeah. I knew what I was doing. And she gave me a fucking C. Oh, see, that's the thing. Like, I used to be really good at math. Like, my mom says, like, I got A's in math, but I worked at it. And, I you didn't know, work like, at it and I, I, it. I had, I was like, confident in math. And then I ran into a math teacher in grade three who literally traumatized me over, like, word problems. Right. And she was, like, one of the ones where, like, you had to stand up and do the math from where you were standing off the board. And she would, like, berate you if you got it wrong. It was so much anxiety. I cannot tell you. And after that, I was like, I can't do math. And my mom's like, there was no amount of, like, talking me out of that. I was just like, no, I'm dumb. I can't do math. 
so they have that's what happens. These teachers need to be a little careful. Like, yeah. So, like, if you're a passionate writer and all she gives a shit about is your freaking commas, like, that's kind of disheartening, especially when you're fully passionate about the like, like, if a kid, what kid writes fifteen pages on Jane Eyre? Well, and it was, it was one of those things that like. Like, my grammar wasn't even all that bad. A lot of the stuff that I got marked down was, like, stupid formatting stuff. Yeah. And, like, I didn't have a proper cover page. Oh, now, Lord. the problem is, is that 10th grade is when we had to first start using cover pages. Uh. And so we weren't, it wasn't like, it wasn't, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, it wasn't just, like, it habit. It wasn't habit. Yeah. Yeah. It just wasn't habit. You just and it, it. we were used to, like, when we needed a cover page, they would tell us, you need to do a cover page with this on it. But she and didn't she didn't. You. She wasn't, like, super specific about it. Okay. And so I didn't think about it. And so, like, the day we went to go turn it in, we had to have a cover page. So I wrote one out. Like, I took Quick. a piece of paper and did it right. that way. And I got marked hella down for that. I was that like, sucks. are you kidding me? Come like, on. Like, are you for real, man? Like, that sucks. It was. That really sucks. So, but, like, look at me. Here I am, 45 years old, and I still haven't forgotten it. So Right? Like, there are just <laughs> moments. There are moments in your childhood, in your education, that are burned into your mind, and they oh, will God. never leave you. Everybody, Nobody comes out of school unscathed. We all have a traumatic no. moment. This is There's, true. You, you run into some teacher that's kind of, like, lays waste to your world and you're just and i'm having a traumatic moment with this summer school so pray for me the next two weeks girl when you i couldn't quite figure out what he meant by like evie hasn't done day two but i was like i know this is summer school and i know that doesn't sound good it was (laughs) it's 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 nobody was doing anything and i was just like i was ready to be like fine freaking fail repeat the last grade i don't care Screw you guys. won't even hire you at the end, you know? See, that's the thing. Like, that's the thing that kids don't get. You know, it's like the education is the key here, you know? Well, and what Liam told me today, he's like, well, at least when I grow up and I have a job, you know, that's, there's money to incentivize me to, to getting up and doing the work. And I'm like, ah, 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 okay, wait, listen for a minute. No, no. The education is the incentive like you right. don't not, I don't think you understand yet how important this no, is going to be. Don't. Yeah, and by the time they figure it out, you know they could be juniors in high school, and then it's kind of game over. You know, right. I mean? they're going to have a really hard. But here's the other thing, and I think this is like really key. Like, I I don't think like a four year degree is the only route. You no, can no, I absolutely not. Think, like, I think the two year degrees are, there's a lot more variety, and it's more well, and if and like if people working, want. School. Yeah, yeah. So if people want to do vocational school and all right, this stuff, or apprenticeships right. all and all good. that, yeah. yeah, exactly. But yeah, no, but you at least actual... gotta graduate freaking high, high school, guys. Yeah, I mean, you're not graduating high school. It's gonna be a rough road for you. It's just really <laughs> what it is. I'm sorry, but yeah. Well, and in this house, it's just unacceptable. You have right. to, you have to do it. You got to yeah. do it because that's just what you do. Both their parents are very educated and intelligent, and yeah, like the sorry, you can know, freaking do it. So, to me, was okay. We have jobs, and you have school. So, in order to that's exactly house, it. Yeah, yeah. Like in order to continue living with us, you must earn your keep. I and can't tell you how keep, many times yeah, I've told cool. them this. I have told them this on the mornings where we're running late because Evie wouldn't get out of bed. Notice the running theme. Yep. 
I tell you, I'm like, this is your job. Your yeah. your job is to get up and get in this car in the morning so that yeah. I can drive you to school. And if you right. get, are late, then there's extra traffic because you know all the people that like to wait until 10 minutes before 8 o'clock to leave the house for work. That's me. <laughs> okay. I don't like to drive with those people because they're maniacs. Oh, yeah. So, no, I, just, I, just, I like to go before fun. them. And so if I have to drive through the maniacs, then it makes me my stress level rise unnecessarily right and i'm like they don't like being lectured all the way to school but i'm like listen you don't like this get your asses in my car on time and we'll all be happier you can walk that was what my mom always used to say (laughs) oh i wish they could she actually pulled over on the side of the road. We were fighting once, and we wouldn't stop fighting. And she pulled out the side of the road. She made us walk. We were almost, it was literally across the street from our school. She's like, get out. <laughs> I honestly wish. You know, I, I've, I've learned since we moved here. There's, there's distinct landmarks in between here and, like, say, the kids' school. There's the airport. There's the river. There's the interstate. And there's the train tracks. And you have to find a route that gets you around all those things. Damn, girl. And not all the streets go over the river. And maybe it'll go over the river, but it won't go like... Over the river the, and through the woods. It won't go across <laughs> the train tracks. Or like it won't go under the interstate or over the... You know, it's just like... It's it's literally like... It's it's a maze. You're and trying to figure out the- which way to go. Yeah. And it's, it's so far for the kids. Like they can't yeah, walk. Yeah, you can't walk them. No. No. Then look like yeah. and you'll feel bad. You can't have that. <laughs> the high school at least is gonna be a lot closer. I told I told Liam, like, provided you pass your summer school, next year you get to go to the high school. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> and the high school starts much later. Yeah. And is much closer to our house and is in the opposite direction of the middle school. So yeah. the plan is is I drive Evie to middle school, come back here, pick Liam up. And then drive him over to the high school. So I'm like, you get all that extra time in the morning. And I'm like, yep. he's the one that doesn't need it. Evie does, but. <laughs> See, the thing is, it's like, you just need, like, because their rebellion is only hurting themselves. You know what I mean? It's like, you went to school, you had a job, you bought a nice house, you're done. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I should be able to enjoy my twilight years, but here I am <laughs> having to ride these goddamn kids' asses. <laughs> Yeah, I, I will say Lauren doesn't tend to be a procrastinator. That's good. You're lucky. The, yeah, she's good about that. But like, yeah, I would say the writing. I have like to say that they, they learned they or they came by their laziness, honestly, because it means well, you're a procrastinator. <laughs> I will. Well, it's not even so that. much that I'm a procrastinator. It's just like I only spend as much energy as I absolutely have to to get something done. Like. Some people are driven to excel. Yeah. I'm just like, I just eh. drive to like get by. But at least I try to get by. Right. Evie, on the other hand, she's like, I don't give a shit if I get by or not. <laughs> like, no, like, you oh can't my God. Getting by, because then you don't get by. You are <laughs> killing me. <laughs> the line that's underneath the not the getting by that's a bad line you know what I mean? yeah. underneath we don't like that yeah. that's gonna give your mom heartburn we don't like right. that <laughs> i'm being for you the rest of your life so yeah that's been my week oh uh, yeah school summer school no especially after this year i feel like distance learning summer school might be the worst punishment i mean possible 
I just am missing the logic on it. Like, I get that there's not very many teachers, but yeah, but still Kyle and I thought like what they should have done is just passed everybody on and then just got well, real okay with having to do some some remedial teaching next year. Like, yeah, I think that yeah, would have been the smartest hard. thing to do. Yeah, it's hard for me to gauge because I just don't know enough like about what curriculum. You know what I mean? It's like because I always feel like there's a there's a review. I feel like we review for several months right at the beginning of every grade so, maybe so why couldn't we have just more... reviewed a yeah, little well, heavier yeah because everybody forgets everything over the summer I mean Lauren's not doing workbooks and it just it just feels like we're having to do this just so like the district can tick a box yeah that's probably and I'm like you're true. just driving me crazy and you're ruining my life just and for I just what? want it to be over <laughs> for bureaucracy just oh my stop God. the nonsense Please I'm tired of it do your homework listen man that's that is some exhausting parenting i feel for you oh, challenged. You. also you have two there's two of them they it's horrible you they do they're horrible i hate them nobody tells, you, nobody tells you that like when you're like thinking of having the more but see then there becomes a level where they outnumber you see and i thought about that but and... here i ended up here anyway so well, Whatever. you know, it's funny. I, my father, we went out to dinner tonight, and he did admit that they were very hard on me because on top of, like, the school stuff that I had to do, then I always had, like, the health stuff that I had to take care of. So after I would get my report card and i get my A's and all that kind of stuff, like, bust my ass, then I would have my annual let's go down to the Mayo Clinic, and the reaming I would get if my test did not come back because like they could tell like by blood work if I'm taking care of myself you know what I mean I had like two report cards so when my doctor retired this year he was like I'm giving you your final A it was really sweet I was like it was cute but yeah like my parents were like yeah we we rode your ass I was like I remember you're like I was there. I, I have was memories. there. I <laughs> My dad was like, in our defense, you were a little. I was like, ditzy. He's like, yes, it was a concern. <laughs> I was like, that's fair. Left to my own devices. I'm very smart, but like, I can't be very, really flaky. It happens a lot, particularly with parking and my phone. No, listen. The smartest girl I knew in college was about the ditziest person. Like. Like she, she, like, I'm amazed she was able to get from her dorm room to her class in the morning. <laughs> but, like, she would, like, outperform everybody else in the class, like, with her hands tied behind her back. Like, how but is yet, that possible? She couldn't find her. Like, I feel like there's maybe a segment of my brain that doesn't connect to certain neurons. I think, or I think this happens for some people. Yeah. I, like, literally can't. The phone is such a thing. <laughs> Like what I feel we like do before phones. I feel like Nick's phone exists just to find my phone. Now like, see here, like this is where my watch comes in handy. Oh yeah, because it's just strapped to your. Well, the watch has a thing that I tap the thing on my watch and it sends off the ping on my phone. Well, that's a good idea, but then I gotta and wear a watch. I'm... Well, I've I've gotten used to mine. I like I have a thing going with my ring activity rings. Don't worry okay. about it. the whole thing. <laughs> I like to close them because I'm like neurotic. You are. But I, love I like you. <laughs> I like I like to get them closed because I compete with myself. I don't know. I'm stupid. I don't know. Anyway, 
Oh, what was I going to say? I was going to we mention something. We were talking something. about things we were watching. I feel like maybe you didn't watch very much this week either because you were in the... the well, the, before the summer school of... hell began, Yeah, we finished off that series I was talking about last week, Dark. Oh, Dark? Oh, was it satisfying? My God, yes, it was. I it's very much this. meant to be a three-season show. Okay. And so it all kind of wraps up neatly because they it was all planned. And yeah, it it I ended that. it ended the way I feel it had to end. Okay. And you know what I mean? When like they you mess things up to a certain degree, you're like, well, somebody's gonna have to pay a pound of flesh here. Right. <laughs> you know, you're gonna have to, to fix this, and there's really only one good way to fix this. And it was just like, How are you gonna get this fixed? And that was really interesting. So if anybody wants something that's gonna like really I like that I there was kind of be absorbent. There's like so many consequences. consequences. Well, the whole know, show could have been called consequences. I do kind of get people's <laughs> beef with the Arrow finale that, like, you know, we just like Oliver made it Disney World. You know, like I love the poetry of that because that's all Oliver ever wanted to do. But I also understand people's frustration with it. It's kind of like, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. This, too much this this, this kind of was like the opposite arrow finale. Oh, kind of like but, that. But it also like it ended as happy as it could have. Let's put it okay. that way. Okay. Um, but so if you're if you're nervous about like reading subtitles or whatever, it does have a dubbed version, which is pretty decent. And also, and there are ships. Culture. If you like ships. There's, 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 oh yeah. You tell me about the ships. Oh my God, how could I have left it out? You know the way to get me to watch a show is if there's ships. There's several ships, and one is kind of like the central, like the the the, the central the, of ships. It's it's hard. I can't really explain without like giving a lot of stuff okay. away. Just like there's this one couple that like, ugh, they're kind of at the center of everything. But there's all these other cute little couples too, and I'm like, oh, I like them. <laughs> and it's it's one of those wonderful shows where you're like they'll introduce a character and you're like oh i don't like this guy this is a bad guy look at what he's doing that's a, he's a bad guy i hate this guy and then like two seasons later i love him so much he's my baby <laughs> it does that it makes you like love like none of the characters are perfect and none of them are completely evil like it's really got that gray i kind of love that it's you know it's really oh man so much gray (laughs) and there's like a podcast that i've been listening to this last week that like where they discuss things from the show and i'm like oh that's lovely so i get to kind of like redigest certain things about i love me a good podcast yeah me too they're fun to listen to I, i find them relaxing they are kind of relaxing, especially like unlike us, if they have like really particularly right. If they're like focused voices. and have a plan, yeah, that's smart. It's smart when people do that. You know, I found a podcast from the um the guys who played two of the hobbits in Lord of the Rings. Oh yeah, and they just like talk back and forth, and like one's British and the other one's Scottish. Okay, that'd be just and so they're like their, their accents accent. are fun and mm-hmm. like things they talk about are very silly and uh, I don't know I've I've been enjoying that too. That's a very good mellow podcast. Mm-hmm. 
I I'm trying to think. Oh, you know what the one I want to check out is the One Tree Hill girls have created a podcast. I've heard about this. Yes, you should. I think I'm going to totally listen cuz I I think I like I know I love them. And like they like <laughs> now they're like they're like to the point where they're all successful enough I feel like that they don't give a shit anymore. So like yeah. they're spilling all the dirt. I love it when they spill the dirt. I love it when they don't give a shit anymore. It's Me like too. Just su- successful enough so that you can just be like you know what? Like what's your name? Uh, Carol from ER. Oh Julie yeah, yeah. Margulies. We're doing <laughs> just like, spilling the tea, just spilling the beans like they're common known. But it's like she don't got to worry. She's got enough money. <laughs> There's also true crime podcasts. Oh, yeah. Yes, I do love those. I need to find another one though because I watched Serial and I did this Jacob Wetterling thing. But now I'm kind of like I need to like look. There's at- a um. What was it? Killer Queens was one that we listened to on our trip to San Jose. We listened to a couple episodes of that. And okay. there's also one I saw on TikTok where it's like this this woman and her husband mm-hmm. discuss different cases and whatnot, serial oh, killers and whatnot. It is interesting. I could do that. Speaking of TikTok. Oh, yeah. And not to bring up something that we went over in previous weeks, but I'm going to bring up something we went over in previous weeks. There's been a big issue on what's called book talk. What's that? And that is, okay, when I first was learning about book talk and starting to see book talk videos on my, my For You page, a lot of them were like about young adult books, young adult fantasy, like that was the big thing, right? Yeah. But more and more people were like, hey, I'm an actual adult. I'd like to read an adult book. I'd like to read, like, you guys say this is spicy, and it's just like these two characters kiss. I want to see, like, spice in all capitals. Yeah. You know, I want to see, I want to see the adult stuff, you know. Right. And so people started talking about those books. And so what has happened, a lot of the books that have particularly spicy content tend to be either... Well, they, they kind of borderline on, on dark a lot of times. They'll be like mafia romance or sure. whatever else, you know. Well, and there's, there's been... violence associated with it. That you know what? There's about. been some like sketchy like hero type characters, you know. Sure. It's like... So what has been happening is all these other book talkers are, are shaming people who like the more adult books. You need therapy. Why would you like you want some guy that's like that in your life that's disgusting that's gross you, you know and it reminds me are these so shadow much. and bone fans oh yeah <laughs> but it, it reminds me so much of what we've been talking about because a lot of the responses and i should share some of them with you and maybe with the yeah with the, wait on me the twitter but um the responses have been like gold where they're just like listen we're adults and we know the difference between reality and fiction so we can parse this these books are for adults they're not for children right say in our 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 tiktoks these are for 18 plus if you're under 18 and watching this then that's on you i've done also your parent who's letting you be on tiktok under 18 and not keeping an eye on what you're freaking watching 
But like, it's a lot of these are adults are saying, "Oh, you shouldn't be talking about this. You don't know if children are watching." It's like, listen. Oh man, do you remember when I got all that shit for the yes in my reviews? And yes, I, and I'm like, y'all, I ain't writing this for your kindergartner. Pay attention to what you're. Oh, what do we call them? Like, it's like the Bad Arrow Moms Club or something like that. Right, like, right. I was. Just I like, remember I'm that. not writing this for. Like ten year olds, if you're reading this aloud to your ten year olds, think about your choices. Well, yeah, and so, but I just thought it was like that's such an important thing. It's like let yes. people like what they like. You don't have to like it, but you have to let other people like what they like. Well, I think it's a really an interesting stand to take to decide that you're going to control what is created. In popular culture. Correct. I mean, that's... A or even, not just even created, but just, like, consumed and enjoyed and shared. Right. Or that you're gonna, And, like, you're going to control what people are going to like and not like. And then right. you control what content's out there. Well, and I that you coming in and saying, anyone who likes this needs therapy, like, that's going to change somebody's mind? No. Oh, no. Maybe the book is my therapy. You don't know. Well, and that's, and I saw a wonderful book talk where this gal was like, listen, I've had so many people tell me that they've had abuse in the past where these books and these dark stories and this kind of like trigger, triggery type of stuff, this is helps, it helps them. And how dare you then layer shame on top of them trying to heal well, I mean, the way that works best for exactly. them. Exactly. And if let's just say layer shame on it, if you're not, if you haven't had that experience and you enjoy reading the book. Oh, yeah. Or maybe you just freaking enjoy it. Yeah. I, I think that's really scary. People's inability to comprehend fiction versus reality it's correct and like i say this as a person who gets worked up about i mean god knows you and i can get worked up about a tv show that's half the fun though yeah it's like that's kind of fun we we always know that it's fiction though right but have i ever emailed somebody hate mail because they liked something or didn't like something no i can honestly say i've never emailed hate mail to no. anyone on any subject. No, I haven't either. Who's got the time? Who's got the time? So I think, <laughs> like, if you are sending people shaming message, hate messages, first of all, you do not have enough to do in your regular day-to-day no. life. Maybe you want to check into, like, a hobby. Um, and two, I think it's a bizarre hill to, to die on that you are going to be the gatekeeper of what people can like and not like. And what that represents about their personal lives, which you write absolutely nothing about. Right. All because of some fake person who doesn't exist in real life. Right. It's a disturbing inability to not be able to tell the difference between real and not real. And I well, and, and just because you can't tell the difference doesn't mean other people. Right. I know preschoolers can. who can do that. <laughs> so if you can't see that line, you are beneath preschoolers conception <laughs> of entertainment, right. which is not a great look either. So I, I don't mind people getting 
angry about a book or having a problem with a book or not liking a character in a oh, book, yes. having a beef with it, like that's fine. That's the same as liking something. You that's don't your opinion. Get to shame other people who do like it. But like, yeah, attacking people and shaming them and telling them that they can and can't like, and if they like this, this is what this. And you know, here's the thing. This is this is totally what social media is built around. It's like people cannot wait to jump on somebody and tell them all the ways that they're wrong. It's right. like, it's like this, it's like this drug, you know, it's like, and people will do it before they even know the whole story, before they even read the whole interview, before they've even seen the article. It's like, oh, then who are we hating on? I mean, especially Twitter. It's like, who are we hating on right now? Oh, I'm getting on that train. You know what I mean? It's yeah. And it like becomes this... addictive in and of itself. Yeah. And, and it's a, here's the other thing. This is what nobody wants to admit to. It's a form of entertainment. Mm-hmm. They enjoy it. Why are you doing this? Why are you hating? Hating is sport. Hating is a sport. And if if you enjoy it, there's something sadistic in that. You need to look at that. Like, yeah, if you're going to sit there and say people need therapy, look at yourself. You need to look because you like there is a to me, really, it really is a sense of um, cruelty and hatred and the way people hide behind computer screens um and And anonymous and whatnot listen if you want to come at me about a tv show put your goddamn name on it right have some guts just find a pair of balls okay and leave your phone number and address we can meet up no i'm just kidding (laughs) um but yeah they don't they hide behind anonymous and you know listen i've written a whole shit ton of stuff on that blog and I don't even know half the stuff I've written anymore, but I put my name on it. I wasn't like hiding myself and I wasn't hiding my opinions and you are more than welcome. Like I understood putting something out on the internet, like, you know, you're in the wild, wild west and people are going to, you're going to put something out there. You're going to get a response back. And if you can't deal with that, then you need to get off the internet, you know? So it, but it, if it's all you're going to do with, with that as a response is right. just hateful accusation. Without well, putting your name on it. Yeah, and it's just, it's insane claims. Like, insane correlations. Insane. Well, and it's got real. It's just, it's just over, over fiction. Just, there's, a, there's a kind just of can't like. I not understand it. I just, I'm like, really, guys? There's a kind of almost sad, like, overcompensation happening. So, like, a lot of times when I see this, like, I can honestly say I have never, in my history of fandom, ever sent anybody an anon hate message. Never. Because while the person I'm sending it to wouldn't know it was me that sent it, I would know it was me that sent it. Right. Doesn't that make you feel... I see. I think that's the thing. It's like, okay, I don't just... I don't like this person and I don't agree with them, but it makes me kind of feel like a... It would make me feel crappy as a human being to send someone... Well, how would that make guys, me feel like I'm hate. any better than whatever it is I'm mad at them about? Right. Well, the vitriolic hate that, you know, you and I have received for over, mm-hmm. over liking Oliver and Felicity on a CW show. I mean, oh, we made a book out of it. It was crazy. It was absolutely crazy. And I'm sure there's, you know, Laurel and Oliver fans who had blogs that received the same in kind. Like, oh, death I'm, I'm absolutely positive. Yeah, death threats. And, you know, like, here's the thing. Like, this is why I don't let my kid on the internet. Because, <laughs> like... It's a hateful place. I've been kind of like, I've been kind of like letting them dip their toes into certain places with Uh, kind of just like, so that they understand 
yeah what it is that's kind of like where my husband's at like this is such an area I struggle with because I'm like you have to let him experience it or else you're never gonna know how to deal with it well but yeah he's like it's gonna be all right there right it's like okay I he Nick's point is I don't want her to go off to college and not know how to interact properly on the internet like that's that's how I feel yeah yeah, shocking you and Nick agree um like listen I got death threats because I liked Oliver and Felicity or because I thought Laurel was but here's the thing you're not going to be able to prevent her from ever getting death threats on the I know but it's like so I just was like I just can't I'm still just so no better better to teach her how to I guess deal with that health healthily now yeah I know. Well, and she's real sensitive. So I'm just like, you know, I just yeah. don't want to like let that vitriol. Like she's 13. I definitely think not ready for it at all. 14 right now. now. 14. <laughs> I have to remind you. Yeah. Damn it. Like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I won't let it be true. It's just not happening. But no, once, once mine hit 13, we started kind of like opening up what yeah. they were able to yeah. use. Yeah. I'm just, I'm not there yet either. I just, I just can't. Like, I don't want her to go on Twitter and say, I like, what's Mr. Potato Head and Light Girl? What are their names? Alina and Maul. And I don't want her to, like, get a death. Like, people are insane about shipping. But also on Twitter, (laughs) you can, you can limit it to, like, only people that follow you can reply. That's true, too. Oh, really? See, I think there's, like, safety features on Twitter that I don't know about. I haven't been on Twitter in like well I mean I've been on on watch over Twitter but like right I haven't been on Twitter Twitter yeah I just knew that no I tell her all the time (laughs) yeah I'm on Tumblr yeah I'm on Twitter yeah I'm on you know I've looked at TikTok I think I think it's important to tell her and show her that your internet and social media experience are what you make it I guess but see, and I you can control brain, the not... content. Yeah, and see. I think when she gets me, maybe when she's 16, That's I don't think idea. at 13, she's yeah. ready for that at She's 14. All. 14! Oh, damn, I did it again! Yes, you did! What the hell is my problem? It's like, it's just, like, it's just not gonna, nope, it's gonna take me a year. <laughs> she's gonna be she's 30 14. and you're gonna be like, she's There's 13! 14. <laughs> you know what it is? It's because it's so close to 15, and then she's getting to learn how to drive. <laughs> And I can't deal with that. That's a I lot. I don't want to. It's not going to happen. So we're just going to keep her at 13 because we're that is ignore that. two full years away from 15. So and the I upside can't... of the whole fear yeah, on book, so what talk, is, on, on book talk that I... Peace? <laughs> the whole upside of the, the fear on book talk is it's one of those things where I'm seeing everybody speak out against the hateful stuff. But I oh. haven't seen the actual hateful stuff myself. So I'm like, well, that's good. Like, <laughs> I do think the internet, like, one of the good things about the Twitters is you can see where the tide's flowing. So, like, if you're on the wrong side of that wave, all right. Like, you got to be really, like, there's got to be some serious self-hatred for you to, like, continually be, like, like, the people who constantly talk about politics. I mean, I got to give it to them. Like, <laughs> I just can't be that combative you know what i mean it yeah and it's it's i i admire something like tiktok and facebook where... 
where the algorithm is so specific. Right. It knows what to show me before I even know that that's what I want right. to see. Like, that's I'll funny. like a video about some, some kittens playing, and then it'll show me something Your about a panda. Teacher. And I'm like, how did you know I wanted to see a like panda? Pandas? Yeah. <laughs> Like, it honestly, knew. I, I gotta it say, like, figured I, it out. I mean, I think it's interesting because, too, like, when you're on Twitter, like, the chances that you're gonna know anybody on Twitter is, like, in real life, I think is somewhat smaller than Facebook. Fairly but, small. But yeah, like, the people who get into it on Facebook, I'm like, like, y'all don't know each other in real life, man. I, 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 I can't do Facebook. I, I think, I think me and Facebook, like, I'm not gonna I think delete you broke my up. account. I think you broke up. But I haven't been there and I haven't wanted to go there. Like, I, I'm done. Like, there's yeah. nothing there for me. Yeah. I just. There's, there's no uh, good. I just think, yeah, I, I, I just have such a hard time imagining my daughter on any of these websites when I know that there's legit loonies out there. Legitimate loony people. But soon enough, in four <laughs> years, she's gonna go to college with all I don't those want loonies. Her. Yeah, I those I I call that a band. And you need her, her to be ready. I know. I know. It's so you hard. You don't want though. her to be a little babe in the woods, fresh for the picking. But I like her as a babe. Then she's yes, but then she's me. fresh for the picking. That's she'll true. be she'll be she'll have it even worse. I'm just following the mama gut from right now i'm sure the mama gut will change and i will know okay now <laughs> the mama gut time for her the mama change. gut is gonna need some stroking because she doesn't want to change <laughs> like i even have a problem like what are you watching on youtube like she was watching something fairly innocuous but it was like in a subject area i was like no you're not watching that without my me sitting right next to you she's like okay i mean lauren is not a combative personality no she's a sweetie pie total sweetheart and she i just uh, don't want her to be taken advantage of well i'm already worried because like my thing with her that i love that i love most about her is her compassion and her kindness she's just like her father but her father is a man it's different being really it really is it's different being really super kind and compassionate and gentle as a man versus a woman so much different yeah and i just look at her and i'm like the the world runs roughshod over women women like like that that. and i i am i'm i'm tough on her because i'm like you know what you need a spine you need to know how to stand up for yourself you know i just had a way rockier childhood due to some of my health stuff and my parents were like you know what there's nothing wrong with you the world is wrong but you got to get tough you got to get you know you got to get a skin a thicker skin on you and know how to fight well and i and- i will admit like i'm so glad i didn't have the internet back when i was in school oh. because it would have been it would have been horrible i mean it was bad enough as it was without yeah. the internet i can't imagine that's with my the thing i want her to come home and get a break Right. Like, I, I, you know, I, I think it's like you're dealing with all the drama shit at school. And like when I would come home, I knew I would get a break. I was like right. a little safety bubble. And I'm very, was very blessed to grow up in, you know, a household where I was loved and taken care of, you know, and like a lot of kids don't even have that. So I just, to me, I want to be the wall. So at least she gets a break from all those little assholes. You know what but I mean? But I'm going to admit that. I didn't develop a skin for, it took me a while after, like when I went to college and adulthood, it took me a while because I didn't build that when I was a teenager. And you hate the thought of having to build a tough skin like that when you're a teenager. But like, 
the world's just a bunch of dicks, you know? They're going to take advantage of you. Well, I think this is kind of a, it's not really a funny story, but yeah, I was, I was, I had gotten back together with my now husband and an ex-boyfriend had kind of thought we would get back together and, you know, we didn't. And I could tell that he was upset. Um, And I went to talk to him about it and he literally, I mean, he was very kind about it, but he said, you know, if this guy can get through that wall with you, then, you know, then he's the right guy. And I, I remember I was kind of annoyed. I'm an open goddamn book. So I remember I went to my husband and I was like, he said, there's a wall. I don't have a wall. <laughs> my husband was like, there's a wall, man. <laughs> I was like, really? He's like, yeah, it's a big one. I was like, oh, so yeah, I guess I just. I kind of just like in one way I don't want her to be like me, but on the other hand, it's like, oh, world scary. The best you can do is hold their hand. I know. Parenting, man. Who knew this yeah. was going to turn into the parenting podcast? Anyways, I don't know, but it started with me bitching about summer school. And I know. Now we're anyways, talking about Steve, holding the, their hands. The, 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 the summary of these last several podcasts could be stuff in hate mail. It's mean. <laughs> yeah, there's that too. All right, what's our Elicity stuff? Well, let's see. We have several questions. We just have to pick one for this Okay, week. well, you pick. I'll let you pick because you... You let me pick? Oh, let God. you do it because you know you're the, big, you're the good picker. All right. So I just live here. How about which other TV couple would you want Elicity to double date with? <gasps> god this is so many possibilities are running through my brain now right now and i'm so excited because like how would they react to these people you know what i mean right how like, would these people react do you to want it to be like a happy double date or, or do, do you, you want, want it to be, be like, like a disaster double date? let's do both like disaster double date and like good hmm. double date Oh, well, what would the disaster be? Would it be like the opposite of them? Or would it be just like somebody who's like doesn't live the superhero life and therefore like Elisty is the disaster? I feel like if they went on a double date with Stefan and Elena, like <laughs> they would just, just like, I feel like Felicity would just be super annoyed with Elena. Like make it the damn decision. You know what I mean? Like, stop talking about Damon. <laughs> I feel like Felicity would be like Team Elena. She might also be, be like, like no boyfriend. Yeah. Ne- neither of these men are good neither enough of these for you. Assholes. Did you happen to notice that they're vampires? What the hell's the matter with you? Correct. I feel like Do you need a safe place? Blink twice. I feel like I would love like Elena and Felicity to like get into like a morality fight. Be like my bro- boyfriend only murders when he's, you know, when his when his humanity switched off your boyfriend murders even when he's got his humanity on and Felicity would be like yeah but he only murders bad people and I just feel like it could be a really in-depth arguing about whose boyfriend is the worst murderer so that would be a bad first that would be in it and like how would Oliver well I think Oliver and Stefan would just try to outbrood each other like who could be more broody they would, like, glower and glare at each other. Yeah, they would brood. just glare and say nothing while Felicity and was then, like, Elena, then, no, there would, then there would be, like, one thing that bonds them. 
they like they agree on something. Yeah. And then they would be like completely lost to the women. Oh, for the rest they of the would night. totally like. Did your boyfriend dump you for the greater good? That was where. <laughs> that's where they would bond. <laughs> Did he refuse to be with you because of the greater good? Yeah. Or they like they would they would have a, a mutual love of skee ball or something. And, right. Like, or like they would completely like, ignore the girls. Yeah. From their exactly. Own. I really feel like the brooding off of Stefan and Dane or Stefan and Oliver could be pretty fantastic. Because really, who is the broodier of the two? It's a tough call, guys. I think it's probably Stefan just because vampires like corner the market on brooding. True. But I also feel like Angel, like, I feel like if I had to pick my broodiest of brooders, it's Angel for sure. Oh, yeah, yeah. I never saw that dude smile for like. But I still think that Stefan would probably end. He would totally outbrood. Because, like, especially if Oliver, if this is the Oliver that's with Felicity, he's very smiley and happy. Well, that's the thing. All he'd take is like one smile from Felicity and he'd turn into a pile of goo. Basically. And (laughs) Stefan would just be like, oh, I don't know. Maybe she likes Damon. It was just like it's just like the constant. I feel like Felicity would be super fed up with the love triangle bullshit, and that might be kind of fantastic for me to watch. Just pick one. Hmm. What's another couple? What's another what was... couple? Hmm. What about oh, Pacey and Joey? Oh God. <laughs> I just feel like Oliver. Like be... younger or like equivalent age. I mean, let's go with like Pacey and Joey, like in the series finale because they're adults okay like like they'd get along i feel i feel like pacey would make fun of oliver all night i feel like that's absolutely true (laughs) (laughs) but you know what i think oliver would see in pacey something that reminds him of tommy yeah and i think they they'd really they would really get along i think felicity would get fed up with joey and her never-ending dawson bullshit but if she was at least college or like series finale jo- Joey, then Joey, that Joey's over her Dawson bullshit. They'd have an argument about arts versus sciences. There you go. Yep. That's yep. yep. <laughs> A little healthy debate while Pacey and Oliver bro out. I, like I love it. it. I like it. I love it here. I love it. Okay, now I feel like we need to take like a mystical, like Game of Thrones or something. Oh. Interesting. Right? Like Jamie and um and Brienne. Brienne. <laughs> Actually, no way. Jamie and Claire from Outlander. <gasps> oh, that's a good one. That is a good one. Okay, so what would they do on this date? I feel like Oliver and Felicity are more like the flexible couple, like we're down for anything. So they like be totally cool with like 18th century like camping and like they do it like Outlander style. Right. Like it would be like they would travel back to the past and like hang with Jamie and Claire in their Correct. And yeah, they just be like Jamie and Claire would not be leaving. No, Jamie ain't going to Starling City. It's not happening. Jamie and But like let's just pretend Oliver and Felicity can travel through the stones because they're Oliver and Felicity, so clearly. Obviously. Could Oliver just like talk about what a pain in the ass their daughter is a little bit? So that would be good. <laughs> Could they talk about like being separated for 20 years? And they're like, yes! yes, we totally get that. They would but totally bond over this. They would totally bond and over all the torture. Oliver and Jamie would totally like, <laughs> oh my God. like they would just be like, man, who I got feel like Jamie and Oliver would be a little bit 
like Stefan and and Oliver that that they hate each other at first, but then they like would realize how much they have in common. common And it would be a situation. And I feel like maybe like because Claire's just a tough person to like without Jamie. I feel like Felicity would respect her though, because she's like. I think she would. She would. She would really admire her. Yeah, like the tough exterior. And I think how do you? I mean. Here's the thing. None of these couples, I am never worried about them ever not liking Felicity because everybody likes Felicity. That's just yeah, but I could, I could see certain situations in which Claire and Felicity would lock horns. Yes. I feel like if you're going to, like, have disagreements about how we handle things, it would definitely be right. Claire plan versus Felicity plan. With the, the men point. having to try to kind of play the go-between. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel I like agree. Oliver would be the better peacemaker. <laughs> no i take that back jamie Jamie's they like, both would be really good but yeah. like they would also absolutely back up their spouse right like i feel like but then then you need a tiebreaker oh then we bring in their redheaded or their daughter their feisty and spirited daughters yes that'd be fun oh my God. and have like a dinner <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I'm so down for Jamie and Claire from Outlander. Also, if, if Oliver and Felicity are on Outlander, that means we can have star sex. Yes. Like, why didn't this crossover happen, man? Honestly, that's the crossover we deserve. It really was. It'd be so much better than all the other crossovers. What other couples do we like? I'm kind of blanking. Honestly, I don't think we can improve upon Jamie and Claire. I feel like we really kind of hit it out of the park with Jamie. And I think Claire. that's the answer. Because I, yeah, <laughs> I just feel like there's so much in common there. Like they would be the and like they would struggle at first, but ultimately they would be like the best friend couples. Like they would be their double date go to. Absolutely. Like when if Oliver only was, not for the traveling to get there. Right. They would like vacation <laughs> together. You know what I mean? Like they'd be that. But then level. again, if this is if this is paradise to mention Oliver and Felicity, maybe they could just like snap fingers and go there. Like they don't even. Have I think to that's what would happen. I feel like yeah. paradise Oliver and Felicity are just like taking a little stint and like whatever. Are they in Scotland now? What season is it? Oh, they're in America. Like they just <laughs> rocket like. Civil Wars? Are we in the Civil War? I don't even know what fucking year it is. In oh my show. god, it's pre-revolutionary war, Jen. You know my what? God. I don't need to know stuff. I don't need to know it. I stopped watching it. I can't keep track of all the time travel. It's hard for me. Anyways, pre-Civil War. Hey, listen. Okay, wait a minute. War. <laughs> oh, you're right, because they're not the United States yet. Because it's still the British. Got it. I swear to God, I haven't watched If you have a hard years. time with time travel, you're absolutely going to need the I'm, study guide if you I'm watch I'm not going to do well on Dark. <laughs> Because there's, there's, it's not just like at least Outlander. There's like two timelines, like dark. (laughs) It's gonna get a little twisty. There's a study guide though. Am I gonna need to like take migraine medication? Yes. Shit. Sometimes you can mix it with alcohol though and have a wild little night. (laughs) Well, I tell you what, you watch, you do that and watch this show, and you're gonna have some dreams. Really? Are they gonna be scary dreams? No, but it's okay. gonna be wild. You're gonna be like, wait, what? I don't know why I'm like always like, oh, is the show scary? I mean, I watch murder documentaries. Like, what's my I mean, problem? it's called dark, but like, <laughs> it's not really scary. Like, they they lure you in with like somebody's been killing children, and like that's only like a thing for like five episodes. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. 
I think we've more than established murder ain't really a deal breaker for me. Like they just they just brought those in just to like reel you in and then they're like, I got you, bitch. Yeah. I would be invested in stopping the person who murdered the children. I mean, it no, it's beyond that. So like by the time the show finishes, you're like, who gives a shit about them? Whatever they can all die. (laughs) Is this gonna be like scandal when I like got to the point where I was like, I'm one like I remember there was like a promo for like a bomb and who was going to die in the bomb. And I was like, they can all die in the bomb because they're all awful. <laughs> oh, speaking of dying in bombs or just dying in period. Okay. Have you watched this week's Handmaid's Tale? No. <gasps> it was the season finale, Jen. Oh, God, Doc. Really? Okay. Yes. Ooh, there was something okay. Again. Here's the thing. I know what we said last week where I was like, we were like both concerned about June and like June's like falling like off. Yeah. Right. Here's the thing. I didn't mind it in this episode, the last episode. So that's like, deserved. But as you watch, like I'm like, I just was like, yes, yes. And like, just Kyle was like looking at me down. like all concerned. Like, yeah, that's fine. He's like, are you okay? And I'm like, this is everything. You know what? <laughs> this though? is what I've like, been wanting for how many seasons well, now. Yeah, this is amazing. Like, you know, after a while, you're just like, you know what? Here's the thing. It's essentially like they live in a like insane yeah so pretty much. violence sometimes it's got to be the way you do things you know so, exactly i don't know i'm i feel prepping me i feel like i reacted so strongly to june yelling at um 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 Joel. parenthood <laughs> Yo! Joel. yelling at Joel from parenthood but like Correct. remember the scene when you know we were talking about the scene with with the chick with the with the you know me and names it's not good whenever i'm on the podcast i can't the, i don't know you blue, need to go take the commander's wife oh serena serena okay remember when she was just like when God yeah kills that, that was a little and, over the top but like do you understand me like, I kind of forgot there was a whole scene where uh, Serena throws June into the room and screams at her, do you understand me? Right. And that was kind of, like, once I remembered that scene, I was like, oh, okay. yeah. Okay, <laughs> well, it, it's one of those things where you have to kind of remember that, like, Serena and Mr. What's-His-Ass. Yeah, Commander <laughs> Asshole. They deserve everything they get. Everything they get. They are just truly the evilest people of all evil. And I know, like, the show kind of struggles with Serena. Like, they sometimes are like, Is she sympathetic? Is she not? Is she sympathetic? Is she not? No, she's not sympathetic. At the end of the day, she picked her side. I feel like she really picked her side during the whole let's hold June down and rape her. I feel like yeah. that, that to, to, uh, you know, so her baby would get but there. She faster. had like several, several times where she could have changed and she didn't. Right. Ultimately. I think June's, to me, me and June were at the same level of hope when Serena let Nicole go. Right. Because she didn't want right. to grow up in Gilead. And I was just like, yes, we're turning a corner with Serena. She understands it. And then she's like, fuck this shit. I want the I want the kid back. And and June is just like, you are devoid of because she's like, you don't know how to be a mother. That's not love. Yeah. So it's like I and and honestly, in this last episode, I feel like I feel like June made up with 
Joel. So, like, I don't have to worry about that. Okay. As long as Joel's okay, I'm okay. Joel's fine. <laughs> Joel's okay. I love Joel. <laughs> I do, too. If I have leftover parenthood. Watch parenthood. Please I couldn't tell you what his name is in Handmaid's Tale. He's I don't still... know what his actual name is. I don't know the actor's name. I don't know what his role name is on Handmaid's Tale, but he's Joel. He's I will Joel. never forget. Like, okay. There was, like, my husband is kind of a quiet TV watcher. So when he is, like, has a strong reaction, it's burned into my brain. So one of those occurrences is when Oliver slept with Sarah. Because then I knew I wasn't crazy because he's very normal. (laughs) And he was like, what the fuck? And he, like, was completely with me in the outrage and throwing pillows at the TV. It was kind of awesome. Because we had the exact same reaction at the same time. Okay, the other reaction is when, you know, when Joel and Julia... If you don't want Parenthood spoilers, turn it off. One, two, three. Okay. Uh, So after Joel and Julia decide to, like, get a divorce and break up, and Joel goes to see Julia's dad, and they have the talk, and it's like, do you love your wife? And he's like, of course I do. And, like, her dad is, like, gets... Like, just gets into Joel's head, and, like, Joel gets in the car, and my husband's like, come on, Joel. Come on, Joel. And, like, he starts driving the car. And then he knocks on the door. My husband was like, yelling, that's my boy, Joel! It was awesome. It was, it was awesome. Now you're making me want to rewatch. I know, it's such a good scene. Like, that whole season was just... Joel and Julia were perfection. Just watch the Joel and Julia and then maybe a little bit of Crosby. Did you like the Ray Romano character? I didn't mind him. Did you like him better? Like, where did you fall down on that side of things? Did you like the Ray, or did you like the Teen Dream? What's his name? Well, listen, I like the Teen Dream guy because he's funny. He is funny. And he recently got on TikTok, and he's kind of a little bit hilarious over there. Is he? I'm like, okay. hey, I remember you. Yeah. <laughs> and so, like, I enjoy him, but... Like, on the show, though. Well, like, on the show, like, I liked him, but I didn't necessarily feel like the two of them were the best couple. Right. Like, when she broke up with him, it was brutal. Oh, like, it when was. she told him, he, she was picking the other dude. And I felt bad for him. You really but it felt was bad. Like, but it was also the right call. It was. And it was, like, I, and it was kind of like a boy run far, run fast situation for me. Yeah, she was just <laughs> too much woman for him at that moment. It was just like she just had a whole shitload. Well, and she was just a mess, you know? She was she a just mess. mess. Just like, man, just Ray Romano away. was just about nonplussed enough to deal with her mess. Pretty much. And he was like messy in all the ways that were good for her and you know what I mean? Right. And like he really tried to like, you know, focus in on the things that he like his Asperger's and you know I loved how he bonded with Max over that and oh like, yeah yeah that was beautiful so by the time you get to the end of the series he's like really kind of amazing husband but like I, when they brought uh, Teen Dream back he was like marrying this nice he was married to this nice girl and they had a baby on the way and I'm just like yes you need like plain vanilla correct <laughs> yes you like, needed you needed to get away from her not the divorced woman with and get yourself a little slice like, of heaven yeah, so that's my boy like, the alcoholic ex-husband who shows up randomly and the daughter who crashes cars and yeah it was a lot of it was a lot of if you ever want to know one of the best parenthood scenes you have to watch what the father says the grandfather says to his granddaughter after she gets nearly gets killed in a car accident oh when he took her to look at the car yep 
Oh. And he talks about Vietnam and being in Vietnam and yes. how, you know, the way he got through that, even getting home from that, was that he dreamed of grandchildren. And he's like, you are my dream. I dreamed you. You don't get to kill that. It God was bless. really. Oh, Look at this. You're giving me like all the hair standing up on Listen, my arm. I will fight anyone who tries to argue with me that parenthood did not have the best series finale ever because it did it had a beautiful season it was the whole perfection. show was beautiful though yeah it just it's it was one of those shows it was just but it was like hard to watch it was so real it's like, just really you get, good you get uncomfortable in some scenes you're like i feel like i shouldn't be listening to your private family matter <laughs> <laughs> but you also wanted to like go to thanksgiving dinner with them and like hang with the bravermans absolutely yes. absolutely anyways watch parenthood it's the shit it is the shit <laughs> and joel is in handmaid's tale and <laughs> joel is in, and he's and quite he's delightful okay, there although i have a feeling he kind of likes serena oh my god I am so glad I found somebody who is on the same wavelength because I feel like he's falling. Joel is falling in love with Serena. Right. Like, Dude, you're Joel. And I think she likes him too, but she's I think like, she does too. she's and got I'm her so machinations cute. and she's like using the commander to like, yeah, no, get I'm what really, she wants. Well, I think Serena knows he might like her. And so she's, she's like a that. viper. She's a she's a snake, and June knows that Joel likes Serena, and June June is telling Joel, "You can't like her because she's a vapid hole of darkness." <laughs> she's a vapid hole. Right. It's like like it's true though. Like you can't go there. That's that way lays the badness. Lies the badness. You can't there be dragons. It was so, yeah, like you don't know. She's like worse than Voldemort. It's so bad. But he's like, because like, don't you remember? Like, he was like warming up to her, and things were getting buddy buddy. He was like, yeah, sorry for her, and we're gonna yep. get you out, Mrs. Waterhouse, and Waterford. Whatever the last, Waterford. There we go, Waterford. And then like, Captain Waterford like spilled the beans on the whole, you know, raping June to get the baby out sooner, and like Joel was just crushed. And the only way he could be crushed is if he's kind of in love with Serena. And I just am like, Joel, make better choices. Well, I, I, I really, show? okay, here's your, here's your assignment before next week's podcast is you have okay. to watch this finale because okay. we're going to have some things to discuss because I okay. feel like I even got the feelings like I'm like, I was thinking about it after watching last night's episode. I'm like, I think he likes her too. So he totally likes her. I thought he was in love with her last season. I was like, he has the hot I did too. Her. I really did. But then I felt like they backed off a little bit on it. But like last night, it got me thinking about it again. So I'm well, really curious. They backed off. He backed off because she showed up pregnant. Well, yeah, that would do it. It's like all of a sudden, <laughs> her being pregnant, he's like, oh, you had sex with the captain. I can't be with you. It's like, dude, that's not. Of course she had sex with the captain. It was her husband. And also, what's wrong with you? She's evil. <laughs> <laughs> exactly there's that too who cares if she's pregnant or not I feel like Joel just really wants her to be a human being yeah she can't do that she doesn't have to do that <laughs> it's so well Joel, you're asking her for things she cannot give you like see I think Serena's almost to me it's it's like you can say who's worse but like I feel like with the with the captain he's just well, Straight the up, commander, evil. the commander is, is evil, but he's also stupid. 
Yeah. She's like, the brains behind the she operation. Was, she was literally the brains behind everything. And I just feel like he's just straight up evil all the time. But he's like, he's like evil and he like postures his power and like, look how powerful I am. I am the commander. Blah, 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 blah. No, he I'm going to go to my He has no shit. He's not got two face. brain cells to rub together. Yeah, without Serena, he ain't getting to be commander. In fact, I kind of feel like the whole brainchild of Gilead came from Serena. Well, didn't they establish that? The, like, I feel the like that because it was came... her book. Yeah, she wrote the book and then yeah. they were like, that's a good idea. Let's attack Congress. But they made her the face <laughs> of it. So they made this woman the face of it. So it was like, see, it's not misogyny. See, it's not taking away women's rights. It's all good. But then secretly, it was like, that's exactly what it's doing. And then it was too late or something. I'm still not completely like understand and also but they've really never answered why did june stay so long but maybe she just didn't have anywhere to go i don't know i, don't know. I, I think they don't they don't they haven't addressed yet what like we saw like everything devolving and then right, we saw then them running like, for canada yeah because like, remember okay, the very I'm... first episode they were running through the woods yep and i remember and like yeah she, yeah she went to a couple protests and that got pretty gnarly. It was but like we don't couple- know what, like, actually sent them. I want to think it was something like they didn't think it was going to get as bad as it did. Like, at one point this, I think it was this season, we saw where they they saw that, that the government was attacked. Yeah. And they were like, yeah. oh, shit. So maybe that's what had them running. Well, but because, by then, and as I'm saying this, I'm, like, thinking, well, where is she going to go? Because it's all of the United States. So she would need, she would have needed, you would have had to be granted entry into Canada or Mexico or something. Yeah. Ain't probably an easy, as people know who are trying to gain access to this country, it ain't an easy thing to do. And so before you, you know, before things went to shit, it's like, was Canada admitting all kinds of people from the U.S.? I don't know. You, you, Cause June had probably to claim, not. Yeah. She had to claim, um, oh God. Asylum. Asylum. Thank you. We knew I, I was never going to get that word. <laughs> <laughs> no, we did. <laughs> Just not going to happen. Um, it's going to be, yeah. But like she couldn't have claimed asylum maybe beforehand. I don't know. And then it's like, then I think they also like specifically hunted down the women who were able to have children. Right. They knew, they knew her. They knew she had a child. They knew she was able to give birth. And they knew she committed adultery. Like, they had and, a lot of information on her. And so they they chased her down. Yep. And, they and chased her through the woods and took her and the child. I mean, it really didn't point because, like, she got all those kids back. But, like, there's a lot of doubt for their parents anymore and think that the, the Gilead parents are their parents. Yeah, how many true. years has it been? I mean, it's got to be at least five or six. But, like, if you're taken when you're, like, three and four, which I think Hannah was, and you spend five years with someone else, you would, maybe you would think that that's your mom and dad, wouldn't you? Because your little brain at three and four, you can't remember all of that. Yeah, but also that's not a good enough reason to leave them and... Right, I kind of, like, I feel like the show is trying to make that argument, and I was just like, or we just don't leave children with people who kidnap them regardless of the bond correct like i feel like that's just kind of the side we need to be on (laughs) (laughs) 
I don't disagree. You know what I mean? I'm like, I'm just going to like be anti-kidnapping. I feel like that's a safe zone politically. <laughs> like, I'm just against people kidnapping children. I feel like we're in agreement on this, Jen. Okay, yes. I see, I, see, I, see, I feel like that's it. It's a good, this is a good place to end the podcast. <laughs> this is a very good place. So, yes, your marching orders. Okay. Watch the Handmaid's Tale finale. Oh, my God. I'm nervous now. So that but I'm also discuss. so ready for June to burn it all down. Like, if that's what's going to happen, like, bring oh, it to me. Oh, I know. Me. Bring it to me, my lord. I am ready for this. My body's ready. I mean, maybe she doesn't burn it all down, but she at least burns a portion down. Can we at least, like, blow up a couple buildings? Man, I loved it when they would end that show with women blowing up buildings. It was the shit. Don't worry. I think okay. you will be pleased be with this. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I think you will be very, very pleased. Until next week. Until and hopefully next we week. won't have to talk about people sending hate mail anymore. Hopefully. We'll move on from the topic. Even if you send me hate mail, we're not going to talk about it anymore. It's a waste <laughs> of my time. It's a waste of your time. It's fun. All right. We'll talk soon. Bye. Bye. us this week be sure to listen next week subscribe to watch over on itunes or google play and look us up on twitter and tumblr bye, bye.